Welcome back to the Movie Babble podcast. As always, you can check us out online at moviebabblereviews.com. And this week I'm joined by Brennan as we break down the debut of Detective Pikachu, as well as Endgame's quest to overtake Avatar at the global box office. Let's go ahead and jump into the top five for this week, the Mother's Day weekend. And first place for the third week in a row is Avengers Endgame, pulling in 63, a little over 63 million, followed pretty closely by Detective Pikachu. Um, this is the closest second place we've seen since Endgame came out. Um, Detective Pikachu had 58 million domestic. Third place, the hustle opened up to 13.5 million, followed by the intruder hanging on at number four with a little over 6.6 million and then long shot rounding out the top five with 6.125 million. Um, it was a pretty tight weekend for Endgame and Detective Pikachu. You know, Endgame has lost a lot of its must see avoid the spoilers, uh, drive for people to go see it. I mean, it's still the biggest movie in the world right now. Um, still well on its way to become the highest grossing movie ever. Um, so it's still pulling in really good numbers, but, you know, it is three weeks old. And so there was a lot of speculation that Detective Pikachu might be able to dethrone it from the number one spot. It wasn't able to quite do that, but, you know, it's it's still definitely made a mark. Um, I know Marvel, Disney, they're plenty happy with the numbers that Endgame has been pulling. And, you know, at this point, I think it's it's really close to crossing Avatar. Uh, right now, it's a worldwide gross is it? 2.4 so 2 billion 485 million and some change uh, so it doesn't have very much further to go and we're only in week three so i have no doubt it'll recoup the extra 300 million or so it needs to cross avatar yeah i, I agree with you i think that this film's well on its way to passing it now of course as you said the must see avoid spoilers that kind of steam is is passed now um, I think from this point on, the movie is just going to uh, make money based on the fact that it's so huge. This is something that people are uh, kind of getting aware of. You know, it's funny. I was in a uh, movie store the other day. I know they're kind of going extinct right now, but I was in one. And uh, I was looking at maybe some rentals or some purchases. And a lady came in and she wanted to rent out the past Avengers movies because she wanted to go see this one in theaters. So I think that, I mean, it's it's weird that there are still some people who aren't fully on board, but there are people out there who aren't, who haven't followed the franchise that now seeing how big this film is that are going to jump in here. So, uh, the film's definitely on its way to passing avatar. Now it's having some steep drops, but I knew that would happen because, uh, this is a film that was destined to be front loaded. People needed to see this thing right away. And that's why we saw a massive opening weekend. I mean, 1.2 billion worldwide in your first uh, weekend that that's insane 357 million in North America in your first weekend that is insane and I knew that this film would would see some significant drops but that's that's nothing to, that's not slighting the film in any way this is a movie that tomorrow should be at 2.5 billion worldwide and we're we're definitely witnessing something uh, special here I personally predicted Pikachu to win the uh, the weekend but I mean it was pretty close and Endgame holding on. I think the question is going to be, can Endgame go for uh, uh, four consecutive weekends next weekend? Yeah, I'd agree. And it's, you know, it'll start to face a little bit more competition blockbuster-wise here in the next two weeks. Um, you know, it, I, I don't think it'll hold on to number one much longer. 
I could see it holding on to number one just because John Wick 3, uh, Parabellum, comes out next week, and that is an R-rated movie. Um, it's got a very specific audience, you know, action. And I, I could it's I could see it taking number one. I could also see Endgame still holding on. But then again, you also have Detective Pikachu will probably still be going pretty strong. Um, so it's it's time at number one maybe an end. But when you look at the big picture and just how many <laughs> billions of dollars at this point this movie has made, nobody's really going to be upset on the Disney or Marvel side. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how it performs next weekend, though. I mean, it's going to be the fourth weekend. Um, I think that the film will, I mean, we saw this past weekend a 57% drop, which is decently significant considering it's a third weekend. Usually your your second weekend is where you get your biggest drop, and then you kind of uh, kind of even out those numbers. Infinity Wars third weekend was just a 45% drop. Uh, so a 57% drop, it, it was it was definitely uh, a decent size drop. It it kind of brings Endgame's third weekend to the exact same third weekend as Infinity War, just a uh, million more actually for Endgame. So they're pretty much evened out in the third weekend here. But as I said, it's just such a front-loaded film. I think next weekend it's going to be very interesting to watch what happens with John Wick three. Um, you look at the first John Wick, it it, it kind of became a cult film. There's there's a huge fan base now of John Wick fans. But as you said, very specific, R-rated, tough uh, to 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 make massive numbers and massive inroads uh, with films like that. But we did see with John Wick 2, um, the opening weekend doubled in comparison to John Wick 1. I don't think 3 will double from the numbers that 2 got, but I definitely think we'll see John Wick Chapter 3 perform very well. Uh, the second film opened up to $30 million um, in 2017 when it came out in a February. This is a May. We'll see what happens. I think 35 to $40 million is where it's going to shoot for. Um, and it, it's also opening in more theaters than the other two John Wicks, so I think that Endgame definitely is going to uh, be competing pretty pretty hard next weekend to try to hold on to that first spot. But at this point, who really cares? As, as we said, it's going to blow by $2.5 billion in the next couple of days. Um, this this movie is quite, quite astounding. Yeah, I'd agree. And just kind of moving into Detective Pikachu, it's, you know, Detective Pikachu didn't take the number one spot for the weekend, but it does have a very solid opening, especially for something that is pretty uncharted. You know, we haven't had a Pikachu or Pikachu, a Pokemon movie live action before uh, mm -hmm. video game movies in general really tend to struggle. Um, in fact, the, uh, the first uh, positively rated uh, fresh film on Rotten Tomatoes based on a video game is detective Pikachu. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's kind of a testament to how much they tend to struggle but it's had a very solid opening so far, sitting at about 170 million worldwide, which, you know, for uh, for kind of an action family movie, that's really good. Um, so it's it's not a slight that it, it took the number two spot. 58 million domestic is still a lot to achieve. It's a pretty high opening from what we've seen so far this year. So nobody at Nintendo is very upset with that either. Yeah, no, for sure. 170 million for your first weekend globally for a film like this. That's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely an accomplishment, especially as you said in the past video game movies, they, they haven't really uh, done all that well, those adaptations. But uh, I do want to say um, I think that they marketed this film very well. I think that they handled uh, the lead up to this release very well. And I think that this will be a hit for the couple weeks to come. Uh, so 170 million worldwide in the first weekend. They've already made their budget back, which was 150 million. They're doing quite well. 
Um, it's probably not going to hit the billion that I predicted in my uh, bold predictions article. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a monster hit, but this is still a very, very um, clear hit. It's still definitely uh, a success at the box office for sure, and it's going to be for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and it's a good win for Warner Brothers. You know, they've had their fair share of rough franchises the past couple of years. You know, uh, the Fantastic Beasts hasn't really been performing as well as they wanted. Uh, DCEU has been kind of hit or miss, and so it's nice to see them kind of get their legs back under them again um, and get Detective Pikachu running. I have no doubt there's going to be a sequel, spinoffs, so I hope I hope that they, they manage the property well because with Pokemon, you have probably thousands at this point of different creatures and environments you can really get into, and there's a lot of potential here. So I'm glad to see them starting off in the right direction, hopefully. Um, hopefully it doesn't kind of end up like the Lego franchise has where it starts off really promising and then the box office returns just kind of dwindle. But it's a it's a good win for, for Warner Brothers right now. Yeah, for sure. I was I was I definitely thought this one would do a little bit better. I mean, 170 million worldwide first weekend is very good. Um, I don't know if it's out in every single market yet either. Um, but just just the inroads that this franchise has made over the past few decades with cards, with television series, with uh, past animated films, um, th- this is something that is it, it, it's truly a phenomenon. And I won't even get started with the app a couple of years ago, Pokemon Go. <laughs> but but this is this is a property that is just so so huge. Um, so. I mean, it's making good money. This is definitely a success, 100%, no doubt about it. Um, but we'll see definitely where it goes from here. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I feel like this film kind of exists. You mentioned Pokemon Go <laughs> just because of of the app. And, you know, Pokemon's always been pretty popular. I mean, obviously they've you know had dozens of games and TV shows and whatnot. Um, but when Pokemon Go kind of exploded and just had a ridiculous number of people wandering around their towns and throwing balls at imaginary creatures um this you know we're kind of in that window where that was that would have been 2016 where mm-hmm. i definitely think part of this movie exists because of of the popularity of the app and then you know it's also when deadpool kind of hit which i would imagine put ryan reynolds front and center in position to take up the role of detective pikachu as well yeah, definitely. That's a that's a great observation. I think this is definitely something they probably had talked about in the past, and definitely with the success, not only the app uh, worldwide, but also then uh, Ron Reynolds and Deadpool. That definitely makes a ton of sense. Uh, and yeah, you're right. The window's perfect. I think that's that's definitely probably when they green greenlit this film. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to to notice that um, if you look at the per theater average, uh, Detective Pikachu actually outgrossed Endgame slightly, just on the estimate. It pulled in at about 13.8 thousand per theater, whereas Endgame was about 13.5. Um, the only difference is Endgame is a much larger movie, so it's sitting at about 460 more theaters worldwide. Um, so that's another thing to note. Detective Pikachu is by no means uh, not successful in taking the number two spot. It has actually given Endgame quite a run for its money. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, the th- Third, uh, third place this weekend is The Hustle, um, starring Anne Hathaway and uh, Rebel Wilson. This is uh, a little bit of a comedy here, and it opened up to $13.5 million domestically. It also opened up to 13.7 overseas, so we got a $27 million first weekend worldwide, which I think personally is pretty good for this type of film. I thought this would definitely be a little bit of a success. You have two pretty big-named 
actresses in the uh, lead roles there. So I knew this would definitely um, string a chord somewhere and make some money, especially here with the Mother's Day weekend. I think it was definitely a perfect time to release it. So I think $13.5 million, they're definitely happy with that in their first weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's opening pretty decent numbers. I mean, you do have Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson headlining it, which is, you know, they're they're pretty big name, going to bring in mm-hmm. a crowd of their own. Um, this is actually a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, if I right. remember correctly. Yep. Um, so you do have, I you know, I don't necessarily think you have a lot of fans of that movie just because, you know, it's um, Michael Caine and Steve Martin. So it's a bit of a different audience between those two. But um, but you do have kind of the, the same people that are, are uh, fond of those movies will, will probably be inclined to see this as well. Um, it's a pretty decent opening especially considering that you do have Endgame still going strong. You have Detective Pikachu debuting pretty strong. Um, so 13, 13 million is not a bad haul for this weekend for the hustle. Yeah, 100% for sure. Um, the Intruder uh, was in fourth this weekend. It was second last weekend. Kind of had a shock second place finish last weekend. Uh, a lot of people expected Long Shot to be the movie to take that, but The Intruder did. Um, and it took just a 39% drop in its second weekend, uh, showing that uh, it had uh, legs for sure. Um, this is a film that only cost eight million dollars to make. It's now up to twenty million domestically, uh, twenty-one and change uh, worldwide. It's 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 making its money back, and that can be expected, kind of with this horror thriller type film. I did see it. My review is on the site. Um, I wasn't a fan of the film, but there's definitely some enjoyment to be had in it, uh, just mainly because of Dennis Quaid and just his ridiculousness uh and and some of the writing it's it's interesting um but it's definitely one of those films that on a friday night saturday night you can definitely go out with some friends and uh just enjoy so i think that definitely played a part in why this film just saw a 39 percent drop yeah and i think it'll face a little bit larger drops as uh welcome to Moz, or i guess it's just Moz opens up here mm-hmm. in two weeks i believe um, so I don't really see this hanging on with strong numbers for very long, but it's, you know, it's kind of come out of nowhere and has done a decent amount so far. So I don't think they're really going to be dissatisfied when it drops here in two weeks. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a movie that probably has the potential to make another 10, 20 at most, probably another 10 to 15 uh, worldwide in total. This is a movie that's going to uh, multiply its budget by by quite a bit. So uh, it's definitely a moderate success. It's kind of one of those one of those films, as we said, a lot of horror films. They come out low budget, um, and they make their money back in their first weekend, and then they just go on and just make money, make money, uh, make a little bit of change here and there. So, so yeah, that's definitely what this film's doing. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of moving on to long shot is not pulling in the numbers that uh, they originally hoped uh, Lionsgate had originally went for. Its budget is pretty sizable. I think last estimate I saw had it sitting around 30 or 40 million, which for a comedy of this nature is pretty extreme. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pulling in pretty dismal numbers, just barely cleared 6 million. Um, yeah, the estimated budget is 40 million. It's sitting at about 23 worldwide. So this is definitely a pretty big loss for Lionsgate. Yeah, it surprised me too. This is a movie that I definitely thought would be a little bit more of a hit, and it it has decent uh, reviews coming out of its first uh, weekend last weekend. I thought maybe this movie would 
uh, perform, uh, but but it didn't. It had a poor first weekend, and a 37% drop this weekend is quite good. But when you don't start that high to begin with, it's it's just not great. So 19.7 million domestically, as you said, uh, a little over 20 worldwide. It, it, it's not great for this studio or this film overall. Uh, this is a movie that I think could be okay uh, in terms of streaming when it maybe if it drops later in the year. But uh, just from a box office perspective, it's it's definitely. I don't want to go as far as to say this is a failure at this point, but it's it's not looking great for long shot at all, and they don't really have much time to recoup uh, some of these losses either. No, I think unfortunately, long shot's going to start dropping here pretty pretty quickly, even steeper than it already has. Um, you know, I think this will be just one of those movies that yeah, you see on Netflix in a couple of years, you're like, hey, I, I remember hearing about that yeah <laughs> yeah and it's the shame yeah <laughs> so that kind of wraps up the top five um really not just a ton going on as we start to move into the the bulk of the summer box office season um you know endgame is still kind of dominating it's starting to face more competition but as we move into john wick three we've got aladdin coming out the week after that we're going to start running into movies that'll dethrone each other at a pretty pretty regular rate um so other than that we just have you know a few other debuts this week including palms opened up shortly um above five million and then tolkien the uh jr tolkien biopic opened up just barely over two um that's been a pretty pretty dismally reviewed film so far it's opening up to a pretty weak box office um, you know, I really don't think we're going to hear a lot more from this movie. Yeah, um, I, I know that there were some issues with the token estate and who was left in the family. Um, they had some issues with the film. I wonder if that's what hurt this this movie, because I remember when this movie got announced. I remember when I saw the trailer a few months back. Um, I felt like this would would perform decently. I think that there's a lot of Lord of the Rings fans out there. I think that this film kind of invited them to come and uh maybe maybe see a deeper look into the lore of the of the franchise some of the origins of it and and just see a good performance uh, as well from uh uh Nicholas Holt I believe yes Nicholas Holt and uh, Lily Collins um two two pretty talented performers um but this movie's opening up pretty poorly i wonder if the the comments from the estate had anything to do with this i know that they really didn't they did condemn the film they didn't uh, want people to go see it. So, so I don't know if that had much to do with it, or maybe it's just an awful time to drop it right in the middle of um, all the releases of the summer blockbusters kind of gearing up. I think this is a movie that would have fared a lot better earlier in the year or much later in the year, maybe even September. Um, but this, this maybe it's just really misplaced, a really misplaced release. Yeah. And I think Tolkien just had a lot of really small things kind of going against it. So you did have the estate speaking out against it, um, you know, very heavily, heavily and adamantly speaking out against it. Um, you also have the fact that this is distributed and produced by Fox and Fox Searchlight. So this would have gone into production around the time the Disney merger was announced and probably got lost a little bit in the shuffle there. It wasn't marketed very heavily, which, you know, with something that's, kind of a, a niche biopic you really need to at least make sure you're targeting a specific audience there just wasn't a lot of marketing there not a lot of trailer release not a lot of hype surrounding the movie and then you also just have to look at that this is produced 
by Fox, whereas the Lord of the Rings movies are produced by New Line. So we also mm. don't have the company and the the footage from you know the three billion dollar trilogy to really market this with. And so I feel like because you're not able to really tap into that Lord of the Rings audience, you can't market to them as well. Just just in the the way the distribution rights shuffle around. Yeah, definitely, definitely a great point there. Um, also, this weekend we saw. I just want to point out on Netflix uh, a film uh, from from China did drop on Netflix this weekend called The Wandering Earth. Um, a little time ago before captain marvel dropped the wandering earth was the highest grossing film of the year at uh, a little under 700 million it's at 699.8 million dollars which is huge the film uh, grossed 680 million of that in china alone making it the highest grossing film of the year in china um with endgame at second around about 100 million dollars under that um this film was huge uh in, in china and it's now all on Netflix, so it, I haven't checked it out yet, but I know that it's a uh, sci-fi space adventure. I hear people uh, saying that it's it's kind of Armageddon uh, mixed with 2001, <laughs> uh, a space odyssey. So we'll see uh, kind of how that is. I'm going to check that out, but that's a film that's on Netflix. That's kind of just a cool thing to point out. I think it was neat that Netflix went out and they got the, the biggest movie in China this year and dropped it on Netflix for the rest of the world. I think that was kind of a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. So, yeah, that kind of wraps up everything going on at the box office for this week. Next week, I'm sure Endgame, Pikachu, and John Wick Chapter 3 will all be fighting for the number one spot. Um, we'll start to, we're starting to really see and, uh, slow down quite a bit. Don't forget a dog's journey next weekend as well. The yeah. dog cinematic universe is really coming together. I'm, I'm sorry, I need to uh, recant my earlier statement. I'm sure that... Endgame, Pokemon, and John Wick will be fighting for the number two spot because the dog's <laughs> journey will be will be the, the number one spot next week. Um, but yeah, we're, we're starting to move into, you know, not necessarily a lot more endgame level competition, but a lot more just competition in general. And so we'll see Aladdin open up towards the end of the month. We'll start to move into X-Men opens up. I think the I think it's the first weekend in June. Um, so we're starting to see a lot more competition. We'll start to see the top five rotate in and out a lot more. Yeah, hundred percent. We also see some other releases, uh, to the likes of, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters in the last weekend of May there, the May, May 31st weekend. We're also going to see, uh, Rocketman, the Elton John biopic, um, which, which might have a, um, fair uh, amount of dollars coming its way especially with the success of bohemian rhapsody but i did hear rocketman is uh, r-rated apparently so that might change the dynamic a little bit um secret life of pets 2 is also coming out in competition with dark phoenix and that might actually take dark phoenix i mean you mm-hmm. look at secret life of pets back when it came out a couple years ago that was a uh, a surprise monster hit that film opened up to a hundred and four million dollars when it first came out in 2016 so don't underestimate uh animated talking animals so we'll see what happens with that film um but yeah you're right the the competition is heating up and it's going to be a pretty fun summer yeah we've got a lot to look forward to and guarantee the at least two of us three of us will only be here to talk about it Thanks for listening to this episode of the Movie Babble Podcast. Again, you can check us out online at moviebabblereviews.com and join us next week as we break down the opening weekend for John Wick Chapter 3.